Dale Varsity Radio every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hail Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hail Varsity Radio. A word from our sponsor, Von Seger Designs is a small Nebraska custom woodworking business making hand-burned customized wood pieces to be a statement in any room. Working with clients every step of the way, from hand-selecting the wood to customizing the design Von Seger Designs, makes the process as smooth as possible. Specializing in items from themed bar carts and tables to cutting boards and signs so that you can show your team pride all year round. Show your Husker support in a unique and functional way. When you work with Von Segrin Designs, you support small businesses throughout the region. Allow Von Segrin Design to create a custom, fresh, hand-burned piece wood for your home or business. You can link up with them at V-O-N-S-E-G-G-E-R-D-N-E-S-I-1 and at V-O-N-S-E-G-G-E-R-N underscore designs. So check them out on Facebook and Twitter and uh, Instagram as well. Uh, go Big Red, and uh, let's start the podcast. here we are joined by Fitz. Fitz, what's up, buddy? Not much. Just uh starting to uh not so much look forward to this uh heat wave that we're about to get. <laughs> um took uh took uh, our uh, our son down to Old Market for his birthday, ate way too much spaghetti, then some rolled ice cream and then thought it'd be smart to walk it off in the heat. So if I if I just end up passing out during this podcast, that's the reason why. So my apologies in advance to to you and our our esteemed guest well but that, enough about me it's always about me right no it's 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 always about you because you're a big star now so yeah no everything is about you Fitz and I'm glad you were able to make time for us tonight and uh in your busy <laughs> schedule how are you able to carve out time for us tonight uh you're you're lucky but it's uh I'll re I'll be reworking my contract we'll go through that but we don't want to take time away from 
from our guests. Yeah, let's not do that. Let's we'll, we'll deal with contract negotiations <laughs> off air. Let's go ahead and get to our awesome guest. We are joined tonight by uh, Nebraska current Nebraska running back uh, Isaiah Harris. Isaiah, what's going on, my man? Not much, not much at all. Just been out in the sun, you know, the past two days. So I'm already feeling this whole this heat hitting. It's hitting hard right now. So yeah, we're in I the agree uh, with them. the nice dog days of summer right now, right? Yeah. I don't usually burn easily, but I'm feeling a little toasty on my back and stuff. So I don't know what that means, but I'm not ready for next week at all. Yeah, so that, that's what I was going to wonder. I was going to say, eventually <laughs> you'll get to an age and a, and a stage in your life where you don't burn on your back because you don't take your shirt off. So uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's a, it's I a might process, actually have to start using some sunscreen. of us, some of us do it for ourselves and we do it for those of us around us. All right. <laughs> all right. Okay. Understandable. <laughs> Fitz, can you tell me what age that is that we stopped taking our shirts off? Yeah. Me? Me was like 27. 27. Okay. Well, I am a oh. little bit past oh, 27. Isaiah, you still got some time. You're good, buddy. Yeah, I got a little bit. I got a little bit of time. <laughs> my my liquid consumption outweighed the weight consumption that I may have been lifting and pushing. So at that point in time, it was just, it was over. It's over. Game over. Yep. Yeah, well, you were doing 12-ounce curls, Fitz. There's a difference there, buddy. <laughs> our, our guy Isaiah over here is actually, you know, doing some different lifts and different things like that. We, we've seen the uh, right. what what happens down there in old Duval's lab, right? Oh, gosh, yeah. It's it's crazy. So much stuff has happened down there. It's it, fun, though. I love it. Yeah, I was, was going to say, that's you- it's a huge difference from, like, when you guys come into the program to what you look like a year or two years in, I mean, it's it's – it's it's crazy how big and just how athletic everyone looks. Yeah, no, it's I don't know if you've seen um, Cam Jurgens' picture when he first got here to where he was like when he left. It was insane. When I saw that, I actually couldn't believe it. But it was, yeah, no, it's it works wonders the program that we have going on. So how uh, how different? I know I know Millard South has a pretty good weight room. Uh, yeah, facilities, uh, good program. How different was it for you, you know, going from that, you know, weight training in the summer, heading into your senior year, lifting during the season, and then walking into North Stadium and, um, you know, going up to Duvall and saying, all right, time to go to work. Yeah, like, I mean, we had like a, you know, like the whole metabolic cycle and stuff like that. We had that at North South. And then a lot of the kids, you know, they went to explosive edge. So we kind of all did the same thing, just not to, the, not to the extreme that we do it at, uh, at Memorial. Um, I don't know for me, like, honestly, the biggest difference was the whole COVID issue that was going on. Other than that, it's like the weights went up. Yeah. But I mean, I was kind of used to or ready for whatever they were going to put on the table for us. So I don't, I don't, I didn't see too much of a, um, a difference I guess you can say other than obviously the weight that they, they made us push, but have you, have, has your, I guess, personality, your, your work ethic, stuff like that. Have you always kind of been a grinder and it didn't, you know, it's not like it's going to take a coach to get, to get after you to, to do that work. It kind of feels and, and seems like through your high school career and then, you know, heading down there, it seemed like you were ready to go. Yeah. And I've, I mean, I consider myself a, a pretty coachable person. And so um, one of the things that I, I did a lot um, jun- or sophomore going to junior, I, I that's when I took lifting really serious and I, I, I became addicted to it. 
to the point where if I took, you know, so many days off, he like, I look, he got like depressed and stuff like that. So I started like, even when I did take my days off, I would, uh, I'd watch videos, you know, like of powerlifting and Olympic, li- Olympic lifting and all that. <clears throat> and so when I got there, like the coaches, I would talk about things that most kids probably wouldn't talk about when it came to that stuff, just because like nobody really was in it the same way I was. They just knew like lifting heavy weights, but they weren't into the whole like Olympic lifting stuff. Like some kids weren't ready to hang clean or power clean. And I was kind of already a step ahead. And whenever the coaches told me, you know, lean back and then I would do it. And like, oh, perfect. Like, I don't think I've gotten so many fist bumps in my life than I have the past like year and a half just from lifts and stuff like that. So it's, it's nice. Well, that's a nice thing because uh, Explosive Edge, that's uh, Gibby Duvall, I believe. Uh, Duv- uh, right. Zach Duvall's little brother, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. And I, I know the program kind of coordinates really well with what that we've got in the Metro and not just what they're looking for down in Lincoln, but kind of what they're looking for just at the next edge to get you to the, right. obviously the next edge or, or next level of college. Um, okay. With, uh, since you've been down there and working with Duval and different things like that, because we're kind of talking about that. We're, we'll just nerd out for a second or two. I'm kind of the same way you are with it. Um, I'm, I, I got to get in there every day, put in my work, you know, if not, I kind of feel like I want to punch a hole in the wall some days, which, you <laughs> yeah. know, that happens. Um, <laughs> you know, w- w- how have you seen it really affect your game as far as what you look like on the field with, with what you're doing off the field? Like, how has your game changed, I guess, since you've gotten on campus? So, um, one thing I used to watch a lot in my high school film is um, how soft I was. I mean, I was running hard. Yes, I was, you know, I was running, I was doing running stuff that or other kids weren't doing and stuff like that. But like, if I look back at it, I was like, dude, like I could have had so many more yards if I did this or that. And like, the only reason why I look at that is because when I watch film now, it's like, dude, like just the explosiveness, I guess you could see the change in speed has, has changed so much and how much like I just lower my shoulder a lot more and I'm not as scared for as contact or for contact and whatnot. Um, and I think that just becomes, you know, you, you look back at your lifting and it all transfers from lifting to the field. Like once you're lifting heavier weights, you're not scared to, you know, go into, you know, 300 pound D lineman or whatever, just put your head down and go. It's just, I don't know. I, 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 I that's how the bigger I look, I guess the less scared I am to just hit a hole. Cause I know like everybody else is bigger than me, but as long as I'm getting bigger, that's all that matters. So you take the. You take the lifting and, and now you're watching, you know, you know what you looked like running, you know, a couple, two, three years ago compared to mm-hmm. what you're looking like now and what it's going to take. How has Coach Applewhite um, worked with you in terms of watching film? Has that been a, a good change or anything different? Um, your running style, has he has he been able to to offer you some things that you feel are going to you're going to be able to take right away and put it into your game? Yeah, no. So. The thing about at the collegiate level, like everybody's, you know, we're all D1 athletes. We're all D1 running backs. So we're not necessarily looking at the bigger stuff anymore, mostly now that we're all pretty experienced um, at this level. You know, it's my second year. He starts picking at the, the littlest things like, Isaiah, if you would have just done this, if you would have took one half a step this way instead of, you know, like your footwork, if your footwork is different in this play, whatever, it's like the little stuff that he tells us. And then, like, we all fix it immediately. Like, we're all coachable. So you can see us fixing it 
maybe even that same day, like he'll tell us at the beginning of practice and we fix it at the end of practice and like, we'll watch film on it. And it's just crazy how, like how different something so small can make. And he's, he's so good at pointing it out. And like, it feels like he just knows exactly what he's talking about. And he's, he, he's very uh, good at doing what he does. So I, I enjoy listening to him, you know, talk about film. I can, I can watch film with him for hours, just the way that he loves explaining stuff. He gets up, in the middle of all of us and like shows how to like drop his shoulder and do different moves and stuff. He's like, if that was me, I would have done this. Like all that stuff. It's just fun. It's, it's always fun to be in there. So I enjoy it. That's the kind of coach you want to play for the kind that can, you know, draw you in and, and make you want to learn from him. You know, he, he's, he's exactly. got some proven results. Um, he seems like the kind of guy that's going to bust your ass on the field. And then when you get off the field, kind of love you like a father. Is, is he kind of that kind of coach? Yeah, that's exactly who he is. Like, I've known, Yant, you know, Jaquez and, uh, for a while now. Me and him were scout team running backs freshman year. And the way that he's changed Yant just in the last spring, was it was ridiculous. It makes me laugh just thinking about how he busts Yant all the time. And then Yant's finally starting to show it off. And, like, you can see how proud Applewhite is stuff all the time and they just joke so much that it's like i'm just glad he's here it's it's fun it's funny are you uh this is more just you know for us i don't know who's gonna hear this zach you can let me know are you are you do you feel like you're stronger than yet go ahead and answer that truthfully (laughs) no i'll (laughs) gladly answer this i think i run a lot harder than yet um but when he runs consistently, that dude could be, I tell him all the time, like, dude, yeah, you are 230 pounds. If I was your body weight running how I am now, nobody would tackle me. No one tackles me regardless. Like sometimes when I run hard, it's like, dude, you're getting five yards easily, but he just, he wants to juke and jump and spin and all this stuff. And coach like, just go, just run, dude. Like I tell him all the time, dude, uh, it makes me mad how he hasn't figured that out yet, but he's getting there. He's getting there. So it's been one of those kind of springs where it seems like it's starting to click with the kind of coach that maybe might mesh really well with his style in that running back room at this point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I believe um, I'm a very old-fashioned running back, you know, north and south kind of guy. And I think that's one thing Coach Applewhite really likes about me is that, you know, I can just I can just run. And the it's like the small things that I do that can that can change how like what kind of running back I am like just turning my shoulders so someone can't you know grab me or using my hands so people can't grab my jersey and slow me down and stuff like that's like those little things that Applewhite really enjoys out of us and whatnot so yeah so since you brought that up because it seems like we've got a lot of running backs that have the same kind of traits in the room obviously some (laughs) different ones as well and with your running style and your stature and different things like that what if anything, do you feel as a running back you need to improve on to get you to the next level or the next step in your progression? I think. Oh gosh, it's I a mean, tough question. I know. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot um, that I could like change. Um, my biggest thing is I'm not. I guess in the one-on-one situation, I'm not a guy, kind of guy to juke. I like to um I split people in half and shed them off I guess that's just my thing um but I guess I okay here's a good one my um my strides I I run like I'm a six three you know running back like my strides are just so long because I have long legs and a short body 
So I just need to learn how to like Ramirez really good at at shortening his strides really fast and still keeping his speed and changing directions. That's one thing I really look look into um, changing about me is like because I just want to go like as soon as I start running, I just get my 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 speed zone and just get going. So I need to shorten my strides so I can, you know, make those those cuts if I have to cutbacks and whatnot, even farther down the field. Are there based on your style of what you you know you do long strides, um, you know, breaking that down a little bit, and compared to some NFL guys or former college guys, are there any of those players that you kind of look at and say, all right, here's what I would like to run like, or do you have guys that you're you want to model your style after? Um, I think Christian's a re- like Chris McCaffrey. Um, I think it, just the way he moved. Him and okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna compare him to like Brody Belt, I guess. Everything they do is just so smooth. And it's like it's one motion. It doesn't look super jerky or shifty. But like obviously if you see them on the field or if you're playing with them, you can see how smooth and how quick they're actually moving and how much of a difference it makes. And like, like that kind of stuff, just being smooth and consistent. Cause I mean you're also if you're smooth, you're healthy. Like you're you're moving correctly and stuff like that. You're not gonna get injured because, you know, it's just it's just how I don't know how to explain it, but I want to be like that pretty much. Like I just want to look like a you know like Bruce Lee, like like water. You know, just trying to move like water. Well, and if you're the idea is if you're if you're in not necessarily in the mindset, but physically, if you're moving forward and everything's going to where your mind is telling it to, you know, and everything's just kind of firing at the same time and in the right at the right timing place, stuff like that, th- those injuries like mm-hmm. you said, are going to be decreased. And because exactly. you are, you're taking it, you already said you want to, you want to split, split in two and shed them off. And if you're mm-hmm. engaging that versus taking it, you know, whether it's a couple, you know, falling forward for an extra yard and a half or, you know, next play, the guy's a little bit more hesitant to come in and try to wrap you up, stuff like that. I, that's a, that's a great right. way to look at it. Yeah. Like my, I think I think we all talk about this as running backs, but the biggest thing, like an arm tackle, never be able to slow you down ever. Like if someone grabs you, that should be you're just running through it every single time. So that kind of stuff is just always something to you don't think about as a running back, but you do think about it. I guess if that makes sense, it's all just instinct. We react. We react to everything. So yeah, with that running back room, who are I guess. Not, I don't want you to necessarily rank the guys, but like, if you had to trot out four dudes today, five, four dudes today, excluding yourself, can't put yourself in this four. Who are your top right. four running backs out of that room today that you'd run out there? Okay, Zach's going full on journalist tonight. This is crazy. I I, I can't have Isaiah pick himself. I know I'd pick Isaiah too, but he, he's got to wait out on this one. No, this, I mean, it's pretty simple to me. I think I look at experience and um, like who has the most knowledge about playbook over skill, in my opinion, just because those are people you can trust. Um, I think Gabe Irvon, healthy, he's very smart, but I don't know. I don't know if I put him on there yet. I still have to see more from him. Um, Cooper Jewett's insanely, insanely smart, and he knows almost everything about the playbook. Him and Niant are very good. Ramir will probably be first for sure. Um, Anthony Grant is he's he's learning stuff faster than I thought he would. Um, he also is really I don't know he he he's a he's a very coachable kid. So he's definitely on there. So I'd say 
Ramir, yeah, Cooper, Anthony, and yeah, those would be, and then Gabe would probably be right there behind them. I feel Some like Ir- order. I feel like Gabe Irvin is so forgotten after the injury, and nobody's talked yeah. about him. I mean, I don't expect him to be really there the first part of the season, still coming back from that knee injury. But it just feels like everyone's forgotten him to the point that he's not on the team. Yeah, no, he's he's been he's been kind of silent. He's been just grinding, you know, working out, and he's he recovered faster than I thought. He was squatting and stuff, you know, in the spring. He just. He's been putting in that work, so I'm proud of that kid. Duvall's like put a thousand pounds on his back. He'll be fine. Let him squat it through. Yeah. Yep. Yep. How, exactly. Uh, how involved? And I don't know if it's by by room, um, and maybe it's just you know to you as the as the question. But how how involved is the running back room with uh, Coach Bush and, and special teams from the spring and anything that you guys might be doing uh, independently over the summer? Um, not as involved as we want to be. That's just something that's kind of been a thing here. It's like our offense needs to get more on special teams than the defensive guys because we have so many defensive guys on special teams, which it makes sense. Um, but we want to get – like the running backs, we have so many of them that we want to get as many on that bus to travel as possible. So that's one thing Apple White is really pushing for is to like get us on there and just get going so we can all travel together and stuff like that. Is that kind of a competition you guys are having amongst the team, Isaiah, is which group can uh, get the most guys on that bus for special teams for the travel team? Yeah, that's something huge. We we, we look at a lot, actually. So That's – yeah, that's – it's kind of it, – it's crazy because it seems like there's been a complete shift on how special teams has been viewed at Nebraska – um, with all the attention and everything put on it, obviously with what happened last year and, you know, the brand new coach with Bill Bush, I shouldn't say new coach, but elevated coach Bill Bush, mm-hmm. you've gotten to work with him quite a bit with playing special teams, haven't you, Isaiah? Um, I'm not as much as I want to. Um, I've had some issues with like, you know, going too hard and, practice sometimes and almost hurting people so he's he's kind of edgy about me being on stuff like that but i get on scout team and i i just i just run i love running i miss track so like once i'm on kickoff and stuff i just i just fully sprint and then hopefully one of these times he'll he'll start to notice me more but i'm working on that that's something i'm really working on yeah i'd I'd rather have a kid that wants to go too hard and i gotta i gotta throttle that back than a kid that won't go hard no matter what i do that's i think you just have that quality about you that you can't coach and you know that that does get you on the field because a lot of guys don't have that extra gear you know what i mean yeah yeah no i know exactly what you mean i see it all the time isaiah we've asked this question to a a couple of the other guys in your room and i i think you'll you'll appreciate their answer but i'm curious to you who hits harder the the running back room or the linebacker room running back no hesitation no hesitation yep none now is there a linebacker that you don't particularly like to see in the hole i love seeing them all in the hole too oh grant taggy uh me and him got some got some not it's not beef but it's just i love i love going up against grant um honestly they don't they don't really hit you they just get in your way that's all linebackers do like they're tough but they just stand (laughs) there and they just absorb it 
that's like they never you never really get hit by the defensive guys. They just absorb the DBs. Now they're they're the dumb ones. They just come flying. But yeah, no, the other guys <laughs> just absorb it. Oh, I'm, I'm that, almost that's getting, the best I'm getting scared to publish got. this. I'm getting scared <laughs> to publish this interview. I'm like, uh, has anyone seen Isaiah? Um, it's been a few weeks since we've heard from him. Um, now no, Isaiah uh, just has to help us get the, some linebackers the on here to defend themselves. What's that, Isaiah? Oh gosh, yeah. No, I've had some problems. I had some problems <laughs> with the linebackers, um, but but no, we're we're good now. Like, I mean, I work with them on scout team and stuff. I and I'm I get told to run hard every play, and sometimes like if they're like Isaiah, like you need to dial down. I'd rather a coach tell me to stop running hard than a linebacker, and I'm not gonna listen to a linebacker because I'm gonna get yelled at by a coach anyways. But there's been some problems uh, every once in a while with the, some of the black shirts and stuff like that. But it's fun. I'm getting them better, so I don't really care. So, were you a were you a two way player in high school? Though, did you play on the defense? Um, when we played fast teams, they would put me out there on uh, outside what linebacker. Position? Linebacker, usually. yeah, I knew that was coming. Yeah, Patriot. Yeah. So, I mean, I <laughs> my thing was I was I I don't understand how defensive dudes just run and hit like when there's already people on a dude like that i don't know i think it's dumb to me i'd rather just start hitting people than like i don't know just waiting for someone to come hit me i never understood defense either it changes every week so like that's one thing i always struggle with defense to be honest but no i wasn't on it too much i, I ran the ball a lot in the yeah. game so the way you just described that though a guy that's you know seeking out the ball within within the assignment within the scheme with you know all of that is is garrett nelson one of those guys though would you if is that kind of how you would play that position or he seems like Garrett, he's just kind of get to the ball and, and I'm going to just, I'm going to get there first and I'm going to hit you hard. Yeah, no Garrett. He's, Oh my God. He's, in, he's a crazy kid. Like he's such a nice dude. He's legit. Like the, the, the friendly giant. Is that what it is? Uh, something <laughs> like that. But he's like, he's the sweetest dude you'll ever meet. Like he'll high five you after a play and stuff. But when the plays are going, he's just moving. He's just mass moving trying to kill you it's so fun though i I love watching him play i'll follow that dude everywhere he's awesome yeah that's another dude that seeing him at the spring game he was big last year but holy shit he looks like he's yeah. about 275 right now yeah and he's just getting faster too which is scary yeah i think that defense is there that defense is they've got some dudes this year offense has got some guys too which i'm excited about i kind of wanted to go back since we were talking about Applewhite a little bit ago and so this will be your second running back coach what has been the um differences between apple white and held obviously both were good coaches at, in in different ways but like what are some of the differences that that you've enjoyed i guess is it going back more to hey we're working on the small things or is it kind of the way he coaches you or in attitude in which he coaches you i guess it's 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 um it's the feeling of like actually being wanted somewhere i guess um apple white he talks to me like he asks about my life you know and we actually have like conversations that aren't about football more than me and Held did. Um, so that's one thing. It's just, I guess you can say chemistry. The chemistry is so much different. Like I can joke around with Apple. Um, I feel so comfortable around him more than I do with Held. But at the same time, like when I met Held, I met him through I think Zoom during COVID and stuff and it was just 
it was a very awkward transition from high school to college and it was it was rough so I, I don't really hold too much against held just because of that reason but yeah no it's just chemistry for sure yeah now, that- is there something that coach Applewhite has talked to you about Isaiah in terms of taking your game to the next level is there something that he specifically wants you to focus on or how, how's that growth going Ooh, what has he um he hasn't really given me too much he really likes the way I do things I kind of um I mean I'm I'm his kind of running back that he he, that's how he coaches and stuff you know the north south um maybe if anything just be less robotic would be another thing that I guess a lot of us have is like we like to do exactly like what old, but he kind of just tells us to like you know let loose, get loose a little bit, and just react, do what you got to do. Don't be super like, yeah, that's about it. With where we're at, you know, we're going into the summer and all that kind of good stuff. What, ha- or I guess on offense and defense. Who have the MVPs of the offseason been for you? The MVPs, sorry, repeat that? Yeah, no no problem. So who, uh, the offseason, for the offense and defense, who are the MVPs that you would pick from each side of the ball? Like one guy's had a, an amazing offseason offense, and then same thing with defense. Um, I, I don't want to say Garrett because that's kind of standard for him. He's just always the best, so. I'm going to go with um, someone I'm pretty impressed with would be Buford, uh, Marquise Buford. Buford. Um, he's just been insane. As a freshman, too, like last year, like he was on special teams killing it all the time. So I was always impressed by him. And then, uh, and then um, offense, I have to say, um, <sighs> There's so like everybody's just kind of doing the same thing. Um, I'm all oh, Bell for sure. Brody or just Wyatt Lever are both very good all the time. That's just it. It's just all the time. Very consistent. Those are your lunch pail guys. They just come to work every day. Exactly. They do their job, do exactly what they have to do, and just if not more, you know. Yeah, so uh, Isaiah being a part of that team last year. Um, with all the close losses and things like that, what is what what are some of the things that you guys are really focusing on this off season? Um, what where you think a you're going to flip some of those? But what's the biggest X factor for you guys going into this year that's going to help us flip some of those games or help you guys? I'm not on the team. I can't say us. <laughs> no, I understand. Um, attention to detail is definitely the biggest thing. Um, uh, it's just crazy how one little play or one little, you know, incident can change a whole entire game. And that's one thing we struggle struggle with a lot. So like things like finishing, like, yeah, it sounds, you know, like obvious, but like finishing has completely changed the running back room because we'll be finishing from, you know, 60 yards out every single time. And if you don't like, you know, coach Applewhite's going to be on you about it. So stuff like that. It's just like, it's just, it needs to be normal for us to do just so, when we get in a game, we don't think about it. It's just you do it, and it works. How's the uh, transition been with running backs and yourself? With what Coach Whipple has been has brought to uh, to the to the team 
Is that uh, you feel like you guys are more involved with with the passing game or expected to be more involved? Is it something that's going to fit your your style? <clears throat> Excuse me, your style moving forward. So, um, I think one of the biggest things about just in general, um, with Applewhite, he's been telling us, you know, usually we're just thinking about ourselves when it comes to like the passing game and stuff and whatnot, like our our responsibilities. But he he wants us to know everybody's responsibility so we can understand why we do what we do, like getting wide on a, you know, a check wide route, why we do it, what it opens up, what the linebackers are thinking, what the defense would think or what the defense would call, et cetera. So just stuff like that. Like even if he was here, you know, last year, um, it stuff like that would have changed so much because now that we can actually understand why we're doing what we're doing, and I think that helps a lot in, you know, the passing game, especially for us. It's nice to know. One thing this from, so I'm super curious, and I, and I got to know, because we've heard this from quite a few people this offseason, what has the culture flip been like down there in Lincoln? It seems like with all the new guys brought in, that there's been an attempt at a culture flip to see what we can do this year. What's that been like being in the middle of it down there? No, it okay. So, this is I tell people this all the time. I talk to so many, you know, like Husker fans and gurus all the time. And the biggest thing for me, like coming from the 2020 year, was just like it felt like I was like an outsider almost, like just watching like all these different cliques and groups and people that I already knew and didn't really care to like, like you know, talk to the freshmen or the walk ons and whatnot. But now it's like even last year's freshmen, like we're, I'm closest with them than I am with people in my, um, my grade, just because like we've gotten so close, like our chemistry is insane. And it's just, I feel like that's, it's kind of translating to the whole team is, uh, is a lot closer than what it was, you know, 2020, even 2021. And I think that's, that's, that's changing everything about this team. And I'm so excited to see how, how that's going to translate into the, uh, into the games and whatnot. Is that, is that culture shift? Obviously, Coach Frost wants it to be player-driven and player-led. Um, are you seeing that in the weight room? Are you seeing that in right now summer workouts and conditioning? Is it you know because you get to the we we've all heard this and we know this that you know if the if the players are policing themselves, if the players are are challenging each other and and not having the, like you said before, if you know that you're gonna you'd rather have the coach tell you to dial it down than a player tell you to dial it down. But does it does it mean just as much if a player another player is telling you to hey let's let's pick this up a little bit let's get after it is that are you seeing that shift as well? Oh no, for sure. Uh, accountability is one of the biggest things that's going to change this team and it is changing this team. And um, I think it's 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 something that we've needed for a while. And it's it's been a couple players here and there attempting to you know hold others accountable, but it just hasn't worked as smoothly. For some reason, I don't know, but the fact that more people are doing it now is like everybody's seeing what they're doing wrong and like understanding like we need this a lot more than what we think. Like it's it's I think it's changing the culture significantly. Was there can I don't you know, and I don't know if this is a good question or not, but did it feel to you like everybody was just kind of waiting for somebody else to do it? Oh, this this guy will take care of it or this guy will do it and everyone was just kind of standing back waiting, but nothing was ever yes. done. Yep. Just waiting. Like, what are we waiting for? 
that's one of the biggest things. We're always waiting for someone to do something or for someone to stand up. But it's like now it's like everybody wants to just go. Like everybody wants to lead. Everybody wants to, you know, just take that first step that like gets us actually going and getting us to where we want to be. It's just it's so huge. It's it's it makes it changes everything personally. Yeah, with the with the with what if I could talk today, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't stuttered that bad since grade school. Jesus Christ. I think I think we're good now. With I'm so glad that that that's going to make the fucking podcast. Um, anyway, with the schedule this year and the, I don't want to say implications of what a bad year could mean for the program. Do you think with the culture shift and the attitude shift and the togetherness and, and the, and the talent brought in, let's not act like talent wasn't brought in. Talent was brought in, but the program hasn't lacked talent. The, the program has really lacked development. That was one thing I said the program really needed was a development coach at each position that, that they were lacking. We've got it now. So with the schedule that and everything, do you feel like, let's be honest, every game on there is a winnable game in your eyes, right? Oh, easily. Last year, every game was winnable. I just, yeah. Easily. Yeah, that was just such a freak year that we can't even put a finger or a thumb on what happened because it just the luck factor just wasn't on our side last year. No. I mean, that's the <laughs> easy way to put that. What with those with the, I mean, there's obviously some big games. Are you looking forward to? Or I guess what game are you looking forward to most? Like just for the atmosphere and everything involved with it. Is it the Oklahoma game or is first game? I think. To me, no matter who we play first, if we can overcome that little hump of, you know, like, all right, we're done messing up. We're a team now. Like, we know what we need to do. Like, let's just go and let's finish it. As soon as we figure that out, we're winning every game after that. And if we can figure out that, that out in the first game, on like last year with the Illinois game, and then it just – it was it, – it, our starting pretty much completely fresh. And if we can start fresh on a good note – that momentum will carry us throughout the whole entire season. And that's what I'm waiting for. Yeah, I think really the the motto, I guess, for this team and, and the fans in, in general, I guess everyone that's that's following the program and involved with it is just go one and oh every week. If you yeah, win every exactly. week, that, that's all that's all you need to do. Don't worry about um this team down in November or this one in October. I guess just win that week so ireland is the biggest game on the schedule as of right now right yep exactly who uh who's a guy that you want to you'd run behind or you want to run behind every single day is there is there a guy that you know is just going to clear that hole for you a guy that just doesn't quit or a couple of them that we probably there's don't a, know about God, there's a few just i mean the I wish the whole entire offensive line has legit. This isn't. It's, it's like stormtroopers. Everything they do right now is together. There's never one behind. Never one where ahead. They're like it's just this giant organism group that is moving together everywhere they go. And it's it's blown my mind. I was like, dude, I wish the whole team was doing exactly what the offensive line is doing right now. And I would run behind any any one of these dudes from the older guys to the freshmen. Like they're 
it's 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 one group it's like one person moving together it's not even you can't even point them out because they're always wearing the same thing doing the same stuff moving together same exact way like it's is that is that attributed to what Coach Raiola has been doing in that mindset in, in their room, or is this something the players just kind of decided, you know what, enough's enough. You know, there's a tradition at Nebraska. We've, we're, you know, whether or not – we're not letting them down, but there's we need to do our job, is, or is it yeah. just kind of a combined between coach and players? I think – I, I, I want to say it's it's a mix um, because the, another thing is too, like, they're, they're practicing when no one else is practicing. They're practicing before the actual practice starts and they're even practicing little stuff, not even like hard practices, like after, like the smallest things. And sometimes coach isn't there. So it's just the linemen doing what they have to do. And it's, it's, they're, they're always doing it as a group, which like I said, is insane. So I think, I think it's a little bit of mix of both. It's a great mix of both because you know, if if they feel like they're being forced to do it, they wouldn't be as motivated this whole entire process that they're starting, pretty much. Yeah, from what we've heard, it seems like the offensive line is is more. I don't want to say downhill because that's that's what everyone says, but the offensive line and the running backs have been a little bit more downhill with the switch to Mark Whipple's offense. Um, I I guess has things or have things been a little bit more downhill as opposed to a little bit more east and west like we've seen as of late yeah everything's i mean i mean it's it's a spread offense either way but yeah to me i feel like uh it's it's like it's hard to explain it's just smooth everything's smooth it's not necessarily like a great change or anything. It's more like we're connecting more on a uh, on a soulful level, I guess you could like spiritual spiritual level. Like everything's just like connected. It's not like one person's you know outshining everybody. There's one lineman outshining everybody. It's like everything's moving the way that it should be moving finally so yes downhill i guess you could say that yeah yeah it's nice that it i mean the main thing i feel like it's been missing is an identity and whatever the identity is whether it be running the ball whether it be passing the ball whatever the identity is i feel like that's what's been missing from the program since scott got here unfortunately Mm -hmm. i it it seems like there's something brewing it's just what is it at this at this point and i i know frost wants to do it we all want to do it It, it's not for a lack of want to do it's just man i really hope that it happens this year i'm sure you do too (laughs) yeah it just feels like there's one little thing that hasn't clicked if this isn't it, if the next two years aren't the best years that we've had in a long time, then I don't know what it feels like. I don't know what it's supposed to look like. Like, I just don't understand like what's wrong or what's what's so different about Nebraska now. But I feel like this this is exactly how it should feel. And it's going to show, you know, in that first game. And I think if we do show it, then it's – and it's over for everybody else. All right, Isaiah, we're 
we're going to have a couple more questions here, and then we'll, we'll let you get out of here. Uh, first Sounds question. Good. Top three sports movies. Off the top of your head, just fire them off. Okay. Oh, God. Um, top three sports movies. Like, remember the Titans? Um, Always a classic. Uh, that one's obvious, though. Yeah. Gosh, dude. <laughs> I haven't watched a movie in so long. Space Jam. Okay. One or two. One or two. Um, we got to know. LeBron or Jordan? Jordan. I don't really watch basketball, but Jordan for sure. Okay. Good answer. Don't you dare let that one slide without asking one or two. <laughs> um, and I guess we'll go like Air Buddy or something. I don't know. There's I don't I don't remember movies that well. <laughs> That's the only Jerry, one I could think. That was the first one that popped up in mind. I don't know why. He watches lip. He watches lifting. He watches his film. He's uh, he's he's studying. He doesn't have time for the shenanigans yeah. of a movie. Yeah, yeah no I get it. I watch, no I watch golf time. videos on YouTube all day. So I could say I watch lifting videos, but you, we all know that's not true. Drake, I don't <laughs> think the, those are the same thing, buddy. Well, the ones that you I, push out, they are. I believe we it. We all have to. Touche, touche, touche. All right, gentlemen. Well, uh, let's let Isaiah Harris get out of here for the night. Fitz, Drake, you guys got anything else? No, I'm I'm just every every time we do one of these, but I'm I'm telling you what his his confidence, uh, Isaiah, your confidence, your um, ideas of what this team can do and should do. I'm I'm ready. I know. I think we're pushing what seventy nine 78 days something like that from the mm-hmm. start of the season and i i know you guys want want it to get here too and, and show what you're doing so you've got uh, you've got us all excited great i'm glad i'm excited as well i can't wait yeah you know isaiah i i'll say that it's part of, part of my favorite thing of of helping run this podcast is getting to talk to you guys um i didn't know that i could ever be more excited for seasons than i typically am but getting to talk to you and your teammates about what you guys are trying to accomplish really gets gets us excited. So um, we appreciate the time, and you know we look forward to seeing you guys run out on the field here in a few weeks or a couple months. Yeah. Yep. Spread, no problem. I love sharing. Yeah, I love sharing the feeling that we all have as a team. It's hard. It's hard to show and and tell that sometimes. So being on here, it's 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 the best way to to get that out to everyone. You know, perfect. Yep. And Isaiah, like I said, anytime you want to come back, you are always welcome on here. We'd love to have you back um, anytime you've got some time. Um, but thank you very much for joining us tonight. Uh, you know, we appreciate Zach, can it. I, can I jump in real quick? I'm sorry. No, well, you're done. Well, you, you're you're, done. Are, you're, well I, you already did fit. So go ahead. Jump on I think in. What, I, I think what we need to do is just have when when Isaiah comes back on. We just need to have Isaiah on one side of the screen, Grant Taggy, or another linebacker <laughs> on the other side of the screen, and we'll just we'll just talk. We'll uh, I would we'll love that little, uh, uh, opinions and, and and like a little therapy session. Can we can we have an Isaiah Harris versus any linebacker debate on the pod? Yeah, I would love that. I need that so bad. You let us know who you you let us know who you want. You tell them, hey, you're gonna come on. We'll we'll do it next week. We'll do it in three weeks. It, you you tell us, and it's we're. I know I'm I'm speaking out of uh, out of church here, but we'll uh, 
we'll we'll get it done, right, Zach? Okay. You know, we'll this, be the moderators of this debate. This is as close to a political debate as I ever want to get to. It's like, are you running back or are you linebacker? <laughs> are you RB or LB? Which side are you on? Oh. I love linebackers. So I mean, I, I just want to I want to get some stuff clear. I want to know what they're thinking and stuff like that because I love I love putting them to work. So I want to know. We're I want to know which running back the linebackers are afraid to see in a hole. We haven't had a linebacker yeah. on to ask that question to. The thing about okay, I would say yeah, easily just because he's he just sometimes he he's too inconsistent. So you don't know if he's actually gonna run through you or if he's gonna stop. <laughs> so he's kind of like a he's like a box of chocolate, you know. I'll never know what you're gonna get. But that's me personally. Yeah, <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get. Uh. Sorry, that got me the box of chocolate. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I think we should do that. Get that, get uh, the running backs on this side, the linebackers on this side. The great debate of twenty twenty two. That's what year it is. So yeah, we should get that together, and we should, we should, uh, we should get that going, boys. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I'll be sick. All right, sweet. Well, uh, we'll go ahead and get that arranged. Uh, we'll figure out some linebacker to pick on. No big deal there. Um, Isaiah, thanks again for joining us tonight, man. It was a pleasure. Um, looking forward to watching this year and uh, looking forward to watching this team do some great things. And uh, have a great night, everybody. Have a good one, guys. Yeah, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Members of the congregation, let's raise our Kool-Aid filled glasses and drink to all the things that were, are, and forever will be Nebraska Cornhuskers. Go Big Red. Hail Varsity Radio, every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hail Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hail Varsity Radio.